Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and welcome to episode 22 of The Savvy Psychologist. I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. We'll use the best of psychology to help you be happy, healthy, and most importantly, yourself. The most popular day to exercise is tomorrow. To increase motivation, we know the classic tips. Find a workout partner so you're accountable. Make your intentions known so you feel social pressure. Set a deadline like running a 5K or your 20th reunion. Now, it's not to say that these tips don't work. They do. It's just that we've heard them and maybe even tried them. So, how about six tips you've never heard of? For all of us whose favorite curls are the cheese kind, listen on to get a running start. Tip number one, remember a good exercise experience. A brand new 2014 study found that you can use memory to enhance motivation. Study participants who described a positive exercise memory were not only more motivated to exercise, they actually exercised more over the next week than those who weren't prompted to remember. So stash your medal from the 5K where you ran your personal record with your exercise clothes. Pack your power walking playlist with songs from the wedding where you danced all night, or tape a picture of the view from the summit of your favorite hike next to your boots. The good memories may pave the way to a good sweat. Tip number two, don't aim to quote exercise, instead play a sport. A 2005 study found that when participants were asked about reasons for playing a sport, they thought of intrinsic reasons, like enjoyment and challenge. Reasons to, quote, exercise, however, were extrinsic and focused on things like appearance, weight, and stress management. Now, Psychology 101 will tell you that intrinsic motivation makes you more likely to start and stick with a new habit. So sign up for softball, join the master's swim team, play ultimate frisbee, or simply tweak your mindset. Your Saturday afternoon bike ride suddenly becomes the sport of cycling. Tip number three, don't work out next to the fittest person at the gym. A really creative 2007 study examined how your fellow gym goers affect your workout. So researchers hung around the lateral pull-down machine at a college gym. When a woman started using it, a super-fit female confederate started using the next machine over. And half the time, she wore a tank top and shorts. The other half of the time, she wore pants with extra thigh padding and a baggy sweatshirt. And in a third control condition, the confederate didn't work out at all. So what happened? Women working out next to the tank top used their machine for a shorter amount of time than the other two conditions. And when researchers later approached and asked women to take a short survey, they reported lower body satisfaction scores. By contrast, women working out next to the baggy sweatshirt exercised longer and didn't suffer the same hit to body image. So what does this mean for women? Run on a treadmill behind a 19-year-old in size zero booty shorts, and you'll probably leave sooner and feel bad about yourself. Run on a treadmill behind a normal-looking person, and you'll likely leave after a good workout with your body image intact. Tip number four. Don't motivate yourself by thinking about your muffin top or flabby abs. Yes, you heard that right. Both women and men often motivate themselves to exercise by thinking about their appearance. But it turns out that this approach backfires. A 2014 study found that exercise frequency is most strongly related to three things— 
appreciation of your body, a focus on how your body feels, and satisfaction with what it can do. But get this, motivation based on appearance weakened all three of those things, even in people who exercise the most. So consider changing your focus to something other than your thighs or your tummy. Tip number five, customize your workout in little ways. The power of small choices was demonstrated in a brand new 2014 study where participants who chose the sequence of their exercises did more sets and reps than those who were given a predetermined sequence. So don't just slavishly follow the order on your lifting log or go down the line of weight machines. Think about what you want to do and you may find yourself doing more. Tip number six, stop thinking of yourself as lazy. Instead, think of yourself as someone who exercises, or someone who is healthy, or whatever exercise-friendly identity you'd like to adopt. The human psyche goes to great lengths, sometimes unconsciously, to be consistent with one's identity. So thinking of yourself as a harried, stressed-out person creates a self-fulfilling prophecy with little room for exercise. But thinking of yourself as a really busy, healthy person might create just the tweak your mindset needs. So even if you're someone who thinks running late counts as exercise, try out your favorite of these six tips. We'll be on our way to being healthier before we can lift another cheese curl. If the Savvy Psychologist is useful to you, please let it be known by liking on Facebook, adding me to your Google Plus circles, or subscribing to the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. That's all for this week. A transcript of the podcast and references for the studies I mentioned are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. Of course, the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy with a licensed professional. As always, any names have been changed and details altered to protect privacy. Thanks for listening and see you next week for a happier, healthier mind.